0: Here's your host, Dane Carlson. Our episode today is brought to you by Cathode Ray Media. Cathode Ray is a full service marketing agency that connects government organizations to their communities. Visit cathoderay.com, that's K A T H O D E R A Y.com to learn more or ask for a free no obligation consultation. Welcome back to the Econ Dev Show today we're here with Joe Collins. Joe is the Economic Development Director for the town of Norwood, Massachusetts, and the Key Accounts Manager for the Norwood Municipal Light Department. Joe, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having Um, me, Dane.
0: Absolutely. So I guess that's kind of a mouthful. That title has two different parts. What exactly does that even mean? So you work for the city and you work for the Municipal Light Company?
1: Yeah, we have an electric utility And it's quite a few utilities will have what's called a key accounts um, representative or manager. And I could sum that up, it's basically like doing BRE specifically for a utility. Sure. So it couples really well with traditional economic development. So I'd be doing a lot of things that I already would be just maybe a little bit more of a focus on um, the utility side. And unofficially also help out if they have any questions about water and, and sewer, I can help out with that as well.
0: I'd imagine that makes it a lot easier when you have a project and it's looking for a specific amount of electricity or, or water or sewer. You're the guy to go to.
1: Yeah, definitely. We also uh, we also have some rebates available if you're maybe change out your lights or change your refrigeration system or an HVAC system. So, I'm usually the first person to get contacted about that, so I get a chance to market. So. It makes it a lot easier to get my foot in the door with a business in town.
0: Oh, that's awesome! That makes so much sense. You know, if you have a municipal utility company, why not have a member of the economic development team be a part of that? Because you know, I don't know how many times we're waiting to hear back from a utility company on specifications or timelines or what have you, and you being just that being. In both of those pieces at the same time, that just makes so much sense.
1: Yeah, it's been a really great opportunity, just learning more about the electric utility side of everything. I thought I had a good understanding before I started my new role about a year ago, and I have learned ton, and I know that I have a lot more to learn on that side of my job.
0: Well, that's awesome. So, how did you get into this? I saw you worked uh, for some other cities for Norwood. Uh, how did you get into economic development?
1: Well, I got my, I finished my master's of public administration at East Tennessee State and with the intent of trying to become a town or city manager someday. And in my first job in Ashton, Virginia, they great community. I doing a lot, was a management analyst, did a lot of different things, including um Man, that was basically the department head for the recreation department. To look at some professional development opportunities, and my boss recommended, why don't you take you know, a development course because that's something you know, everyone values. And from that point on, I was absolutely hooked. We ended up working there for a couple of years. Moved to Massachusetts, I think about five years ago, worked for the town of North Attleboro. Started doing a little bit more economic development and then came to Norwood four years ago and as a budget and management analyst and started doing more and more economic development, especially as the pandemic started. And then we created the position I'm in now about a year ago. This just does uh, solely economic development for general government side and also the utility.
0: Well, I didn't really want to have you on to talk about um, you know, your dual role, as interesting as that is. The, the really exciting thing for me and you don't know this, but you were the very first subscriber to the Econ Dev Show newsletter. You were the very first person to put in your email address first and become a <laughs> subscriber. I didn't know that. Yeah, I I just yeah you I, know I had uh, I had seen your name you know come up and I and I I had kind of remembered that or or knew you were very early, but um, you know it's kind of a common name. Joe is kind of a common name. So I thought, well, maybe I misremembered, but no, I went back in and I checked. And in fact, you subscribed two days before my wife subscribed. And so that means I didn't even really tell her, you know, to subscribe for two days after you subscribed.
1: Oh, don't let her listen to this so episode the,
0: Ex Exactly. I don't want her to know that, you know, she wasn't the first, my, my greatest supporter. But the other thing that's really interesting is, you know, in those early days, um, you know, it, you start to get subscribers slowly, right? When you're building a, new, a newsletter and you're getting a few people. Um, but it's very possible. I, I haven't actually checked, but it is very possible that there were newsletters that when I clicked send to the subscribers, that you were the only one that got it, you know, at least for a week or two, maybe. Which means literally wow. I was writing this for you specifically.
1: I did not know that. That's yeah. Yeah. Isn't hilarious. that crazy? Yeah, I just think like yes, can... I think you sent out, uh, I, when I got my I think you sent an email to everyone who had just completed their CECD. Um, and I was, that's in the program, what it was. Right. So that you were starting this. So I was really excited about it.
0: That's so awesome. It's so yeah, like random. You're doing to, it, I... So, um, and then the other thing is, I looked and, you know, I use my wife as the benchmark. Her job is to open every email, make sure I didn't make a major typo at the very beginning. And, you know, her open rate is about 99%. Your open rate is 88%. So either I'm doing, doing something right. <laughs> yeah, or you're not doing enough work. I definitely That's appreciate crazy.
1: Um, everything you're doing. I am still can't figure out how you do all of this on top of a full-time job and have kids.
0: Yeah, um, I think that uh, well, my children are older, you know, are a little bit older, right? They're 15 to 20. And so there's like a little less that's required of me at this point other than like drive them around- you know drive yeah. them around and and all of that but yeah no it's it is a lot of work it but it's really good because I think that it's you know allowed me to meet people like you. It has you know open doors that I guess didn't even realize they were that there were doors there that could be opened, and it's you know it's just been so much fun, I think getting to know everybody and getting to know the industry, you know, just sort of figuring out, you know, where we're going, going forward, because, you know, like it just seems like everything's changing all the time. Definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely. We're a lot just listening
0: to the podcast. Yeah. So what, let's ask you, let's use you as like the quintessential, the like number one, you know, reader and, and listener, I guess. What is it that you like about the econ dev show and what is it that you, um, what do you, what do you don't like? Like, this is your opportunity here. You could, to, you know, make it how you want it. So, so tell me what is it you like and what is it you don't like?
1: Typically like the wide variety of guests. Um, definitely give me a lot of ideas for future projects. I don't like, like put me on the spot. I don't wow. want to try to be rude or yeah. anything. Um, no, no, I think you're be doing as rude as it. possible. I think we're all respecting. Good. so oh, you have gotten some ideas from some of the Keep from doing. some of the
0: guests. What kinds of ideas have you gotten?
1: I know one of your guests has I believe they actually either word for or part owner but copy that uses um, basically like a platform for gift cards for businesses and you know like a downtown area. Um, mm-hmm. We actually did that when I was in Aspen Virginia, but it was a, um, a little less formal um using some kind of platform like that definitely interested in doing that down the road
0: nice i'm trying to remember who that was i think it was i can't remember but i'll put it in the show notes
1: yeah i really hope it was so, i, th- I think another podcast i'm thinking
0: no it was i remember that there was a it was like a european company okay, or yeah. something yeah I, that that stands out for me it's just uh what so what other podcasts do you listen to
1: uh the developments second. Um not economic development, but I listen to a lot of Planet Money, Freakonomics. Yeah. Yeah. Those are probably my favorite. Uh, you obviously uh develop this.
0: Oh, develop this, yeah. Yes. Dennis crazy? He's they've been at that for a long uh, time.
1: The next move for was to be free Oh
0: good. Hey, I can see you're checking for uh your your podcast, huh? How do you? Yeah. So how do you listen? You what listen you in the car. List? You listen at work. What what do you listen? Typically, yeah. Typically, when I'm driving
1: to work or driving home. Uh, occasionally, when I'm working, if I'm doing something that doesn't require a lot of, um, you know, thought, maybe just like doing some data entry or something.
0: Yeah. Do you listen at uh, one time speed or you listen faster?
1: Usually a little bit faster. Um, I think I've actually heard you talk about, and you listen at like two or two and a half times the speed. I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, two and a half. Uh, usually like one and a four or one and a
0: half. Two and a half. That's uh, It's so interesting. So then do you notice that um, after you've been listening to a podcast and it's you know playing a little bit faster, do you notice that you speak faster?
1: No, I haven't. I no. think that might be you a- You seem like a pretty I slow might, kind of guy. probably speak faster than I used to. Yeah, I- I, if I do speak faster than you, it's probably for moving to New England.
0: That makes sense. I can see. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Interesting. So, and and what else are you, you know, what else are you interested in? What else sort of, you know, excites you? It doesn't even have to be economic development related, you
1: know? Uh, well, my wife and I just got a dog. He's been keeping us extremely busy. Uh, he's a five-month-old doodle. I like to go on hikes, I'm done a little bit of mountain bike. I haven't done that much since this summer. Um, I Growing up in Columbus, I'm a big Columbus crew and Columbus Blue Jackets fan.
0: Because sure.
1: I, I actually get to go to, going to go to football games later this summer. Um, growing up in Columbus, I've always been, I would say, football fan. Yeah. That's
0: good. Good. Football. Yeah. Yep. Stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. How about Coffee. You know how much do you uh, do? You drink coffee. How much coffee do you drink?
1: Probably a little too much. Uh, at least a few cups uh, a day.
0: Yeah. And for me to cut back. Why do you want to cut back? That's an important question. People always say that, I never understand why. I'm not sure. I think most I of like it actually you...
1: will still make me a little too jittery. No, um, I think just. I'm not sure.
0: Okay. It's just one of those things people say, I think. try we're going to work know,
1: be, be a little be more, more hydrated, more affluent.
0: Right. right, right. So where, what's the future hold for you? Where do you see yourself in, you know, in a decade?
1: I don't know about a decade, but I'm pretty happy in my current role. Uh, I think it was the first job within my career I've had where I could see myself doing this for a long time. We have a ton of work going on in Norwood. Norway's a great place to work. Being in the Boston metro is a huge plus. Makes my job a lot easier too. Just marketing the town, um, have a highly talented workforce. Um, Infrastructure is incredible. It's a great place. To, the, it's a really great place to be an economic developer.
0: That's good. That's awesome. What so what's it? What is the population of Norwood? And you know where it's in the Boston Metro, but where is it roughly? And you know, yeah. I guess tell us a little bit about it.
1: For the twenty twenty census, uh we're thirty one and a half thousand people. We are like I don't know where you look at but to the Boston City Boston, the line. Uh we're about fourteen miles southwest of the city. So we're just south of Westwood and Dedham. Okay. We have three uh, sort of so that we have a pretty good Public transportation service. We have three commuter rail stops, which for that's what we refer to as basically our heavy rail um, transportation line and the overall system in the Boston area. Three highway access: ninety five and Route One both travel through Norwood. Um, actually, kind of strange. Um, it's we're for Asheville, Virginia, North Attleboro, Massachusetts, and Norwood. All three of those towns, ninety five and Route One travel through.
0: That's what your draw is. That's where that's where you're attracted to, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, so. And so, what are the, um, you know, is it a, is it a residential community? Is it, um, what are the, does everybody commute to Boston to work? What are the industries or the jobs there?
1: We actually, we're what are the, we're quite unusual for a suburb because we actually grow during the day. Um, Looking at since the city would grow about about five thousand people during the day, Uh, we are and have always been for. Since I believe we've existed since the late 19th century, um, a regional hub and have been you know, open to growing our industrial base. Typically, whatever the top industry was at the time, so we've had quite a few, we had quite a few tanneries uh, working with leather and animal products. We've had we still actually have one plant that develops roof shingles. If you've ever bought. Certainty approved shingles with as far south as D.C., west as Buffalo, and north of Maine. It probably came from Norwood. Um, that still used to do a lot more. But still making shingles. Now, the shift has really gone towards biotech. So we have well, biggest, most prominent companies, definitely Moderna. They expanded to Norwood in 2016, and then um, expanded again in 2019. And then this was the pandemic started. They Grow. They grew significantly. They're now our top employer. We have a hospital in town. They were previously our, they were previously our top employers of 2020. They faced a serious flood and have been shut down, but they're currently rebuilding right now. So that actually that medical center's also been a regional. It's also a regional hub for all the suburbs south of Boston.
0: Interesting. Um, is it, uh, is it a wealthy suburb? you know, is the standard of living pretty high household income or is it? Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess it, it, de- rate?
1: it depends on who you're comparing us to. Um, mm-hmm. We still have um, you know, a sizable chunk of our population. that was still consider working class. Um, the salaries would definitely look quite a lot higher than the rest of the country, just because the, the cost of living is a little bit higher here. Right. Um, but home values are starting to go up and, We've seen a little progression of going towards, you know, higher earners, but compared to a lot of our surrounding communities, we still have a lot of blue-collar, blue-collar workers and members of the working
0: class. Are you seeing a, um, you know, Massachusetts, other than for, say, maybe biotech in, in Boston, it it doesn't seem like a hotbed of just innovation, activity development, all that kind of stuff, at least looking at it from the outside. What would you say, you know, is the counterpoint to that? How you you described the Moderna, you know, moving there and becoming your top employer. But, you know, what else is kind of happening in that region that is maybe we're not paying attention to?
1: Oh, definitely anything and everything with robotics. I don't know if we had many companies that would consider, you know, robotics r&d and norwood but there are if you're in that industry you probably are in eastern massachusetts somewhere around the boston area mm-hmm. um, advanced manufacturing if you look at our, our location quotients and the boston metro we're well above one in terms of quite a few areas of manufacturing um, particular areas that require a high level of expertise um, leading up from the if you look at the census data from 2010 to 2020 um, Massachusetts and the Boston area was actually one of the few states, might have been the only state in the Northeast region that was, that continuously grew. We've seen a small dip the last couple of years once the pandemic started. Um, obviously, we're hoping that's just a blip, but um, yeah, right now it's just been a few years of data. So we're thinking it's kind of waiting to see what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, but in terms of, I think there's a lot of places in that same sort of boat, like waiting to see what happens going forward.
1: In terms of, uh, innovation. I would say that you know being the home of MIT and other technical schools that might not have their credentials. Uh, there's an idea that's being thought of right now. It's probably coming out of there.
0: Right. That yeah, that's a a tremendous asset to have. I can't. Uh, every, I think everybody's probably jealous of that. Looking. Yeah,
1: it's a nice. I definitely def- def- try to mark every tune I have.
0: Right, I would. It would be the, yeah, it would be top. You know, that would just be the the thing. So, um, let's see. We asked you in the pre-interview if there was a tool or something that you um, use or something that you rely upon. And you mentioned Apollo.io. And I thought that was a very interesting one. So, yeah. why don't you tell us what that is and how you're using it? It's a... It's a platform that
1: basically aggregates contact information for anyone and everyone. I think it primarily scrapes information off LinkedIn. Um, so it's been interesting to me, but since I, especially since I started my new role, I found it very difficult to find contact information for certain businesses in town if I want to set up like a BR and E-meeting. And that platform's been very helpful. Um it's not hundred percent effective, but I've been able to collect contact information for a lot of people It's helped me set up being RD business with several companies in my first year.
0: That's interesting. I had never thought about using it something like that in that in that way, but I'd imagine that Yeah, especially being in a in a community like a high tech kind of place. It seems like it's really hard to find anyone's yes. contact information, you know, yes, so, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. that's interesting. do you have a um do you have a paid subscription to that?
1: I just have the free version um it hasn't got to the yeah. point where I would need to to pay for it yet, but even the free version has been perfectly adequate for what I'm using it for.
0: It's so amazing that you uh had this listed because I was just looking at zoom info and it's very similar and if you you know google apollo.io versus zoom info you can see lots of comparisons and zoom info is was you know really really expensive and apollo.io it seems like it has all this great stuff and it's you can basically use the free plan and it's not really a hassle
1: i have to check that out too
0: yeah i think it is about it was about, I think they quoted me originally, I think it was about $24,000 a year, but uh, it's the same kind of thing. Zoom wow. Info has been around for a, a long time and basically it started that if you give me your email address and phone number, we'll give you, you know, other yeah. email addresses and phone numbers. And so, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Any other tools like that that you rely on or that you use occasionally even?
1: Um, Not like that. LinkedIn's been helpful with, you know, collecting Contact information or finding individuals at companies I'd like to talk to. Um, we just implement a CRM system, um, which has been great. Just about a month then, so still a lot of work to do on it. We're using Executive Pulse, um, and i much i don't believe we haven't really set up correctly yet. But we're going to use that with um, one of my coworkers at the at our electric utility, as they constantly have projects upgrading um, electrical infrastructure. So this should be helpful for them too, and we can. She'll, sure we can share information with one another. Um, We've also started using location one to market sites and buildings in Norwood. Mm-hmm. That's been great so far. Really easy to plug everything in and share it on LinkedIn or share it in a newsletter.
0: That's good. And how often do you send out a newsletter?
1: Once a month. And I actually need to send out my August newsletter. Um, <laughs> I'm already two days behind, so I'm thinking to get that out today
0: yeah and what kinds of things do you put in there like what you know what do you have a a format or a formula for figuring out what to put in or or is it you're just sort of like pulling out of there
1: i use any trainings that i come across um from the sba score um massachusetts small business development center um other agencies like that nasa MEP, which is a they're quasi state. Now they're just like an association for Massachusetts manufacturers. Um, I see something from Con, which is like, it's like a profit EDO for the state. Um, I include all of the building sites available. If there's a ribbon cutting or a construction project complete, I'll try to include a photo, maybe a community event that might be applicable to some door businesses, things like that.
0: Nice. 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 And then do you work with the uh interface much with like the Chamber of Commerce or, you know, any of that kind of thing in the yeah. in the community? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so we have a the Neposit River Regional Chamber. They're a chamber for four or five towns in our region. Um their executive director's name is Tower We probably talk with Bar and at least every probably like a couple of times a month at least. Um we have a standing meeting with with him um our town planner um which for the rest of the world is just the director of community development and then we also have all our downtown association which is like a main street association referred to them mm-hmm. as uh friends of norwood center so we get together once a month to see what's going on and yeah we're well, quite a bit in those meetings
0: i'd imagine yeah that's good fascinating well anything else you want to share that uh I didn't touch on?
1: I think I got everything I wanted to mention. Um, well, yeah, thanks again for doing this. Um, try to read as many of the newsletters as I can. Um, but away from your data, I am reading a lot of them. I use, I also, for our economic development uh, committee, I I put together a bunch of relevant articles. So I actually end up pulling quite a few for, from your newsletters and sharing with them.
0: Oh, that's excellent. Uh, they
1: seem yeah. to enjoy them. I don't know how much. sometimes those can get pretty long, but yeah. That's no, sold but just, in just the fact that you're, that you're providing do them. this on top of everything else. but
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that makes it valuable. Well, fantastic. Well, Joe, this has been great. If any of our listeners want to reach out to you, what would be the best way for them to contact you?
1: Uh, probably a LinkedIn page and I'll give you my email address as well.
0: Perfect. Excellent. Well, Joe, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I hope you continue, um, you know, with that high open rate. And um, you know, again, thank you so much for being my first reader. Uh, it's it's a real it's a it's a it's a real honor, I guess, to have had you instill that faith and that trust, and that time that has gone into your uh, reading and listening and all that. So, thank you so much.
1: Well, thanks for having me, Dan. I really appreciate it. If you're going to the IDC conference